I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome back to the Des Bishop podcast. Greetings here from a wet and windy Melbourne, Australia. Very fun podcast coming up with Ursula Carlson. A South African-raised comedian, but kind of came through the ranks of the New Zealand comedy scene and very quickly has established herself as one of the great comics of the Southern Hemisphere. I think soon to be the world. So funny. So interesting. Don't want to say too much because we talk about quite a lot on the podcast, but in my opinion, one of the funnier podcasts. Uh, What do we discuss? We talk about being a larger woman in comedy being a lesbian woman in comedy, uh, being a same-sex couple raising children in the world, and uh, it's a great chat. Uh, Ursula, one of my favorite people on the circuit, uh, always a laugh when we get together, just an explosion of personality all the time, larger-than-life character. So I'm not going to talk as long as I normally do. Enjoy the chat. I have a few things to say at the end of the chat, so stick around for that, kind of like a request. And uh, so in the meantime, enjoy my buddy, Ursula Carlson. So most of my listeners are in Ireland, so I'll be very familiar with you. Yeah. But this is a good time to be chatting with you, because I feel like you're kind of blown up in Australia. Yeah, I do want to go and blow Ireland, too. (laughs) You want to blow Ireland? (laughs) Even though that's not really your bag. We haven't got to that yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna blow Ireland, mate. Yeah, yeah. You I'm gonna give it a go. Why not? You know, if it's a dark night for it. <laughs> yeah, Ireland. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. Um, yeah, I've no, never, I've never actually been time. there. You're literally, you're, you're, you're kind of like. Do you feel like this festival now? You've just like on the crossed. cusp, on the cusp of you something. Feel on the cusp. Yeah. I feel like you're crossing it. Yeah, well, I'm sort of, because uh, I don't know where I'm going, so I still feel like I'm on the cusp, standing on it, going, where is this going? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's interesting, because you're you're, you're just doing your stand-up, and then you do the odd spot on TV shows, but somehow, yeah. even just that alone has kind of turned it over. Yeah, you know what, I think there's a, a, there's a market for it, and... Melissa McCarthy and all those other ah, fatties out yeah. there have <laughs> proven the it that there's there's a market for a funny fatty, you know, where they go, yeah, we see all these hot people. I think it's magazines. Magazines have ploughed the way for me to go, yeah, this bitch is not perfect, uh, and we can see that, but she's still happy. <laughs> so, and I think people are just like over it, you know. They go, as long as you can have a laugh, they'll listen to my shit. Yeah, and do you think your physical appearance is kind of part of it? You think that's part of the package? Yeah, I do. I think it's sort of, because it's not confrontational, it's not, you know, people are just like, oh yeah, I'm like the fat auntie. You know, (laughs) everyone's got that fat auntie at home where they go, she'll just talk shit in the kitchen, you know, maybe have a glass of wine too many. Yeah. Um, I'm that auntie. Right, you're the fat auntie. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's funny, there's a comedian in New York and... um, Oh, God. He's been on this podcast, and I'm just having a bloody brain fart right it now. It is really early in the morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm having a brain fart. Early. But anyway, it doesn't matter. He's a friend of mine. Uh, but he is, he's large. And it's definitely like he has the audience won before he says a word, yeah. I feel. Yeah, because people don't feel like there's, you know, I think if, if you have someone that's really attractive, it's almost like... You look at them and you go, huh, are they going to say anything because I'm not super attractive? You know, oh, you or think, are they yeah, in that you, you, club? Yeah, they're yeah. intimidated by that, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I find I that all the time that. with audiences, you know. I bet <laughs> you <did. laughs> I find it hard to win them over. They're all going, wow, this guy is so hot. <laughs> yeah, so sexy with nothing to relate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, because that's interesting because you'd feel on one level it's insulting to ask, but then on another level... You play to your strengths, right? Yeah, totally. You have to. Like, if if you have anything, because that's the first thing an audience sees, is your physical appearance. Right, yeah. And you can say what you like, but we, 
everyone says don't judge a book by its cover, but that's all we've got. At the start, you, yeah, yeah, you don't rip a book open as soon as you see it. Like you don't, you don't know what's on the inside of a person, so you kind of have to go with what's on the outside. And I mean, part of that is not just your size or whatever. If there's a smile attached to it, you go, all yeah. right, it's fat and happy, or it's hot and happy, <laughs> or it's, it's hot and fat and happy. <laughs> as long as the happy factor is there. <laughs> but you don't. I mean. I, I always feel like just one or two of your jokes at the start are about being fat and the rest isn't. Yeah, no, because I don't want to crap on about it. I, it's almost like I want them to know that I know it's okay. You know, like, it's almost like when someone it's has... Like, I know what you're thinking, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl. Like, <laughs> say if you have a droopy eye, I feel you should say something because people always go, like, if you're cross-eyed, they go, fuck, do they know? Like, you go, I am cross-eyed. So everyone go okay. So they know, and it's, like, <laughs> it's not a thing anymore. I'm not a denial about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we know. You know when you're cross-eyed. I don't. I <laughs> wish someone that is cross-eyed could address that because I'd never know if they know. I'm like, I'm looking at you. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to be rude, but where where are you? Look? Oh, look at that. Yeah. So by the way, for for people, in case we get distracted, we're on the yeah. river here, the River Yarra in Melbourne. Beautiful Saturday morning. Seagulls at our feet. 24, yeah, the seagulls are here. Mm. Kindred spirits on the hunt for food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they see me, they go, crumbs are going to fall out of that one. <laughs> they say, We've seen this kind yeah, before. It's yeah, yeah. usually good. I think they recognize me, actually. <laughs> so, so, but, so, I'm sure you've been asked this before. It's kind of a, that's a helicopter. So... Whatever, but I'm sure you've been asked this before, but like, do you ever fear that you would lose that, the physicality of it if you say you lost weight? You know, like, do, do you feel reliant on you know, it? You know, I no, because I always say, oh, like, I tease and I go, I can't lose any weight, I've got too much fat gear. But I <laughs> yeah. don't, it's the same, like, because I'm a raging homosexual, um, I'm a lesbian, and I, but I don't do a lot of gay gear and I don't do a lot of fat gear. I just do a lot of observational stuff. So yeah, a lot of my observational stuff is from the viewpoint of a fat woman, but I can do it, you know, like it'll still be observational from any point, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. I mean, so, I would never think that. I was just curious. Because yeah. I know in the early parts of my career, there were aspects of what I did that I thought yeah. if I lose this, I'm fucked. Yeah, I know. In the beginning, I used to think that. Oh, I, you I, did? Yeah. Oh, totally. I'd like, oh my God, I cannot lose any weight. But now I'm like, no. <laughs> just handy. I can, <laughs> I can lose weight, but fuck, why would you? <laughs> There's there's enough <laughs> there's enough skinny lesbians on the circuit. <laughs> I need I need my point of difference now. Actually, I've never asked this question. Yeah, isn't there a high percentage of lesbians amongst female yeah. comedians? Yeah, there is. Because this is what I reckon, right? Every comic, because I always look for the common denominator. So every comic um, has something like that has happened in the past and I know it's the same as like people say don't look for something with gay people there's no um, thing that happened in our past that made us gay but I think for comics there is something in our past that made us comics comics right yeah so um, there's always one big thing or sort of something that would have led up like a trauma almost so with gay people that's why there's a lot of gay comics and I think Jewish comics and and you know anyone with a point of difference because you go through and you maybe you would have would have been bullied because of that. Yeah, right. So then you build up a defense mechanism, and some people's defense is anger, but others is, is humor. Yeah, or some and is angry humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Steve Houston>. <laughs> <laughs> I rest my case. Thank you so much. <laughs> but yeah, so then I think that just sort of spills over, and you go, oh, I could take this shit on stage yeah. and get paid for it. Yeah, and it makes sense, I guess, because if you're like an outsider to a degree, like, let you know if you're a lesbian growing up you weren't sure you felt ostracized you know the it's a it's a nice place to be able to express it like yeah on, in a totally comedy stage and in a way it's almost like you have the platform to say to people it's normal it's not that different to whatever the hell it is you go through in your relationship all relationships are the same and i think if you can sort of show that to people go oh, i'm no different to you and especially when you do observational humor that's why i say it's like i still talk about you know, it's just through the eyes of a fat lesbian, you know, but it's all the same. We're all yeah, the but same I don't really. even feel like, I mean, I've, I've seen you make jokes about being a lesbian, but yeah. 
it's it's so matter of fact now in a way. It's almost yeah. disappointing. Yeah. It's not groundbreaking. I you know. know. No. Sorry, that, that, I'm not belittling the jokes, but no. what I mean is, isn't it great that it has become it's a, quite matter of It's a non-issue, yeah. It's a non-issue, yeah. Yeah, now I almost have to say to my audiences, look, I've been gay since before it was cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone's giving it a go. I'm happy for our community, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Jason's... Jason has a joke, apparently. I haven't seen it. He told me in his show about how uh, there'll be a time where people will be like, uh, he's heterosexual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have to come out to your parents. You're like, mum, mum, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gay. I'm not gay. You're like, where the fuck did we go wrong? <laughs> what do you hate us? We thought you were progressive. <laughs> is it because we put you in, in pants as one time? <laughs> yeah. Looking at each other. He sniffed Old Spice when he was little. But... Here's the interesting thing in terms of, you know, being lesbian is totally normal. You're the first person on my podcast, and you're actually the first same-sex couple with children that I know personally. I mean, I know people from a distance. Yeah. But you're the first that I know personally. You're the first family that I've seen kind of growing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, And I met you. That's newer. Yeah, I met you years ago. Actually, I don't even think you know this. We did a in New Zealand. My first, yeah, my first television gig was with you. Yeah, uh, on that Christmas. That Christmas thing in New Zealand. Yeah. yeah, in the Sky City. Yeah, so that was my very first. I was in comedy maybe six months at that point. Um, but really? yeah, yeah, I literally man, you just were good started. when you started though. Oh, thanks, man. You were ready to rock. Yeah, well, I was older too, so I had all of that shit in the I tank. I feel like you were, yeah, you were like... I was primed. You were pre-cooked. You just needed to be chucked in yeah. the microwave ready yeah. to pop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I met my wife at my second gig, uh, or just before my second gig, and we've been together ever since, which is... Oh, so you guys had just met at that stage? Yeah. And now we've got two kids, almost four-year-old and a seven-month-old boy. Yeah, so do you find... Uh, yourself doing just like normal parenting gear when you're on stage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because like sometimes I, I'll do the gear. Even last night, I, I talked about being a parent and the stuff you go through. And uh, at the end, I go, I have to go because my wife and the audience went, huh. Oh, really? And they, I realized I never told them. Oh, you hadn't seen it? Yeah. So they were, they were because the minute you go, you've got kids and everything, people are like, oh, yeah, yeah. And One you of sort us. of. Yeah, and then at the, when you talk, start talking about your wife, because then they go, how the fuck does that work? <laughs> you know, yeah. they, they try and process. But that's interesting, because that is still, like we talk about, you do your lesbian jokes, it's so normal, but yeah. it's not as, people yeah, the still breeding. don't know how to process that. Yeah, the breeding thing is a big thing. Like people, I always say to people, they're happy for gay people now, that's normal. Like yeah. that's not an issue anymore. But then the minute we start breeding, they go, Oh, no, you, you can be together, but don't add kids into the mix. That's weird. Like, how does that work? Yeah, it's still. I think that's still weird for people in their yeah. minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's a big adjustment for them, and you kind of have to explain it to them a little bit. But what about in everyday life? Like, like in other words, like, do you guys go about your daily business like totally normal, or do you sometimes get the look or the... I think I think we do, but I'm too thick to pick up on it. Oh, right, I yeah. really don't give a shit. Like down but the also, playground and shit. Yeah. But also, there's a lot more parents, even at school, when you go to school, there's a lot more kids with, especially our kids' age in kindy, you know, with just starting crash and that, and um, that have two dads or two mums. Oh, or, right. You know, yeah. So that's becoming more normal. Yeah. So now it's like, it, it's just part of the, it's almost like in the 80s when mixed race couples started being a thing, and everyone's like, oh, there's a, what's happening? And now it's like... Yeah, it's getting normal. Yeah, it's like, it, it's not even a thing. Yeah, it's funny. So many dads fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a dad not being around scenario over here myself. And so many dads fuck off. I think like having two moms is great because there's twice less of a chance that somebody's going <laughs> to fuck off. <laughs> They're both going to stick around. Yeah. Like two maternal energies. It's yeah. like, wow, well, these ones, are, I'm fucking stuck with these no matter what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And we will smother the snot out of you with hugs and I know, and too stuff. much love. Yeah, man. sometimes my daughter goes, can you just, I can sense, like she's almost four, but she's not at that, can you get the fuck off me stage yet? But it's getting there. Oh, really? Yeah, because she's like, I leave her and then my wife kind of grabs her. I don't oh, think. Yeah, yeah, competing for hugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little hug competition. Yeah. Who loves you more? Yeah, because he's seven months old. Is that he bites us at the because he's teething, so he just eats everything. So we, you know, try and keep him at an arm's length with a piece of tire in his mouth. So here comes all my like my 
my prop my probing questions some of which are probably inappropriate i'll tell like, you i'll tell you if it's inappropriate yeah Go so like it. how Just does the conversation anything. start with your wife about who's doing what in terms of having the kid and all that uh, a lot of people ask that. That's a good question. Because they go, how do you decide? Yeah. Well, for us, it was easy. She's two years younger. And um, sh- it's easy for her to give up her job. Right, okay. So so she just quit her job and I, cause I earn more. So I'm basically the dad. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I just carried on with In traditional comedy. gender roles, yeah. you're basically yeah, the yeah. dad. Yeah, because I'm the high earner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the, I'm bringing home the bacon. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she's every now and you again brings... You wear the pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is not a necessary expression because you were wearing pants already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you about who wears a strap on. But... <laughs> 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 but yeah, so, so then we go, okay, you have the kid. Uh, and then she had the first one. And then we were going to do where... We said, okay, we'll do take my eggs before we had the oh, first one. Oh, right. So we said, she'll be the surrogate, but with my eggs for the second one. But then once we had the first one, I said, you know, honestly, I don't think I could love a kid more if it was my biology or yours. I couldn't give a shit. And we already nailed the first one. She's good. Let's use the same recipe for yeah, the second one. Yeah, let's not fuck it up with yeah, my weird not, we don't, yeah. shit. Yeah, my, my family's got some fuck numbers yeah. in there. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's like, let's keep the comedian genes yeah, out of yeah, it. They tend to be fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. French, brother. <laughs> I was like, I looked at my family and went, nah, fuck, let's stick with yours, eh? Oh, uh, so. but hey, how fucked up would that be if, like, you had the second one or it was your eggs and that one ended up being fucked up? Because then, oh, like, in yeah. 15 years' time, they'd be like, it was your fucking egg. <laughs> yes. We could have fucking had it the same as the first one. Yeah. Now we're stuck with this shit. Yeah, and because I'm darker than her, like, I've got darker, you know, everything. I'm brown hair, brown eyes, and she's quite light, you know, blonde, blue eyed, the whole thing. And so the first kid is quite light. So it's like, if I have a second one and it's this dark little number, and you can tell, people wouldn't even have to ask. They just go, oh, that's yours, yeah, that's, that's her. Yeah. yeah, it would be too much of a... So we thought, no, if we stick with the same recipe, then there's no... Because, you know, when kids become teenagers, they always... There's something, there's always something, you know. It's like, well, you never let me have a go-kart, and that's why I drink, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like that's there's the always thing. something. So you don't want to give kids any fucking excuse. But then, so when... What is the sort of general consensus on when you have the conversation with your kid about how it all went down? Or uh, we we've decided to go for the full disclosure because my mum was adopted. Right. Okay. So w- she knew from the get go. Like it was never even. She can't even remember when she found out she was adopted. She just always knew, and she always knew who her biological parents were. She was lucky, and um. Oh, so she always knew. She always knew. Yeah, the people that adopted her. Knew, uh, found out oh, who it was right. and they always like so in the 50s to sort of almost have an open adoption was just unheard of unheard of I mean they used to kill the records I know but they they actually found out who it was and made sure they stay in contact so it was quite you know a normal thing so and she she didn't have any hang ups because of it she just knew that her biological parents couldn't take care of her but they still loved her. She still saw them. And then, you know. So we. she knows. Our kid knows. Oh, knows already. Yeah, she already knows. We already told her. So it's because of him. And if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have you. Because it's a good friend of ours. Oh, oh, so sorry. She knows about her, her dad. The donor, the yeah. The donor. Sorry, yeah. don't say her dad. Her donor. No, yeah. So, uh, and, but is there any relationship there no well it's a so because he's a good friend so he's still a good friend that oh, yeah. hasn't and, changed and that remains. And yeah nothing has changed it's been really good and he visits you didn't, you didn't elevate his position no no and he doesn't i mean we are closer i think because once he's a kid it's like but it's still the same you know he's a really close friend we yeah, love yeah, him a lot yeah. and he still comes over and visits and he doesn't and have increased responsibilities none right. no no. But people can make different decisions on that, right? Oh, yeah, man. Totally. I, I, I you just need to agree on all of that shit before there's an actual human being. Do you have a contract or is it just a handshake? Uh, no, with the first one, we had a contract. We went through a lawyer, but then it worked so well that we didn't bother with the second one. Plus, New Zealand law says that if you're not actually involved in making of the child, then you're not the parent. So he's legally not the parent. I'm on the birth certificate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's great that you can do that. You can yeah. put it on the birth certificate. Yeah, I think oh, New Zealand's one of the few countries where you can do that. It doesn't say mum, dad. It says parent one, parent two. Oh, New it's Zealand's great. so progressive, it's man. It's amazing. So good. 
Yeah, because I, look, I looked into it. I looked into it. I mean, we've, we've joked before we can talk about it. Yeah. But on the serious side of it, I, my cousin was saying to me, like, oh, you know, there's a website yeah. for, like, lesbian couples looking for donors. And there's, there's like, any rainbow coalition of desires oh, from, yeah. like, we don't even want to know who you are, yeah. basically. Like, you know, just your traits to, like, mm. we want a, 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 somebody who feels 30% yeah responsible who like feels comfortable being involved yeah, yeah. yeah increased babysitting and yeah we want our daughter to know her father blah blah yeah, blah yeah. Or, or you know so i always whenever i think of having a kid i want to have a daughter it's so funny it's i weird. always say yeah. daughter yeah it's weird how your brain just goes <laughs> yeah. daddy's girl daddy's yeah I, I want a daughter man. but uh i think it's it's the universe going um you know you have fucked with so many daughters in the world <laughs> now we're going to give you your own too no one dares goes <laughs> I know, yeah. It's karma. Now you know what the fuck you did, you <laughs> bastard. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh that so for you guys it was easy because you were like friend, yeah. no problem. You didn't yeah. have to do too much thinking about it. No, and it was weird like the way we decided because we didn't we were starting to talk about okay, we're getting older, we need to get a move on and then we go, who shall we like who do you even ask? How do you go about it? And then I go, I don't think we can ask our friends cuz they're all fucked. The only one we would even consider is this guy and then um we went out and um like a couple of weeks later i completely even forgotten about the conversation and uh, we were just out at a party and he came up to me and we were the only two not drinking and he goes hey you know i've spoken to my wife and we said that if you guys ever want a donor i'll be happy to put my hand up wow so he came to you he came to me even like though you'd two already weeks thought later. about him. Yeah, when we had had the conversation. And I was like, are you shitting me? And he goes, no, we had the conversation. And weirdly, she had donated an egg to another couple that couldn't have a kid. Wow. But we didn't know that. Like, the But ba- we knew the, the baby. The baby creating couple. Yeah, because <laughs> like, they, they've got their own kids. They're not, you know, so yeah. they know what is involved with oh, kids. Oh, wow. So Very charitable with their... Yeah, well, they bits. Yeah. yeah, they're like just <laughs> let's just sow. That's like literally sowing your seed everywhere. Yeah. So then um, I said to him, "I'm gonna call you in the morning, and we're gonna." There's a dick sweat patch on this guy's shirt. Oh yeah! Wow, that's, that's amazing. Really he literally got he got like a a sack full, <laughs> a sack <laughs> and a dick on his the front of his thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but then I called him the next day. We had to sit down, all of us, and we chatted. And I said we should have like a trial run see if it works you know or just sort of the how the trial run will work and then when i get back from tour we'll give it a good go and then she took with a trial run really first go it was really weird like so what happens they fertilize it and then implant it yeah yeah and then she just boom first time took it's unheard of basically but all fertile myrtle took and then um <laughs> yeah we had nine months to prepare for a yeah, baby yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was a little quicker than you thought yeah i thought we had at least two years because at the clinic they go it takes about two years for it to take i'm like all oh, right and then nah fucking take takes on the yeah because how how we were discussing it was i was saying that so my my cousin in new york is a lesbian and funnily enough this was actually she was in a previous relationship at the time hmm. but uh i was saying you know if you guys ever want to have a kid yeah. You know, I could be the donor to your partner because yeah. then you'll have a genetic connection to the... I, I thought it yeah. was like a, a brilliant plan. Yeah. Plus, you know, I can have whatever involvement you want, but at least I'll know There's that a, I yeah. exist yeah. out there in the world, which possibly is selfish. Yeah. But then, well, you know, joking, it's like the ideal scenario. You can you can fuck off without yeah. doing it, something it is, wrong. Yeah, it is <laughs> the perfect scenario, isn't it? It's like, it's like I can be an absent father, but... By, that's what everybody wants. Yeah, but you have the great excuse. As a kid goes, you were never around. Go, they didn't want me. They didn't want me around. And, uh, you know, there was the agreement. You had two <laughs> loving parents. <laughs> so, yeah. But then you seem to think that was a good idea because I, I was thinking maybe people think that's crazy. No, I thought because I've got a brother and my wife's got a brother. So initially we were like, oh, your brother should donate to my egg and my brother will donate to your egg. And then biologically it's both of our kids you know sort there's of, a genetic connection yeah like at least i'll look at that kid and go oh yeah it looks like my family or yeah, it's yeah, from yeah, your exactly, family yeah. you know when there's blame to because right now when our daughter's naughty i go it's your family your fault <laughs> you know like because or she'll go <coughs> she's stubborn she goes she gets that from you you know whereas if she's a real shit i go does she, Is she <laughs> <laughs> 
that's not my kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't play the biology card, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to come out and say it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, but then we realized both our brothers have issues and oh, we don't right, really okay. want to breed with them. Yeah, that, yeah, that'll be my problem. Yeah, yeah. Baby will guaranteed alcoholic. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, uh, now, I reckon in 18 years or so, when that kid goes through it, there'll just be a pull that goes, stop being an asshole pull. And you can just oh, take yeah, it. Oh, yeah, by then. It'll yeah. Just, it's like a yeah, good personality pill. <laughs> Who do you want to be? It's an app. <laughs> you can just download the app into yourself and go, you're going to stop being a dickhead today. Oh, yeah. I guess that'll happen. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Yeah. So you didn't try out that material we, we, we accidentally happened upon? No, I didn't. But I want to. I was going to do it yesterday, but the MC was so shit house that I had to go with Tried and Tested uh, to fix the audience. Yeah, because when we were discussing this thing... You said, what you, ah, it's a, don't worry about that. You said to me, uh, oh, yeah, you'd be a good donor, you know? Yeah. Tall, athletic. Yeah, handsome. It, yeah, and then yeah. I was like. Good hair. I was like, wow, <laughs> lesbians get pretty shallow when it comes to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lesbians get pretty shallow when it comes to donation. Yeah, we could train the personality out the kid, but <laughs> the looks, you don't want to go for an ugly guy. Like, if an ugly guy offers to donate, you're like. Fuck, we really want sperm, but we don't want a hideous baby. <laughs> like, you don't want to, whenever people go, um, uh, where's this child's parents? You don't want to go, oh, i here. <laughs> like, you don't want to be ashamed of the kid. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, do, do you think people are a bit shallow with their choice? I mean, well, shallow is the wrong word. Look, when you, get, when you marry someone or when you breed with him, like, you don't go out to a club and then see this hideous guy and, and you know, or... Or unattractive. I shouldn't say hideous. That makes me sound fucking shallow. But and then you know, I think you just attracted to people that genetically and in your you know the back you want to procreate with. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so you don't you don't go out when you have the option to shop around for sperm. If there's a tall, handsome dude, as opposed to next to a you know short, fat. You go, oh, we're just going to go for the handsome guy. <laughs> no offense, short, fat guy. But <laughs> I've already got the short and fat. We want some good shit. <laughs> we mix it up. Yeah, we want to make a primo kid, you know. You, you want to give your kid the best in life, and that includes the good sperm, you know. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But it, it never gets as bad as like looking at their background in terms of like what kind of cancer history they have and all that. Uh, you didn't get into that, did no, you? No, we didn't. Nah. No. I mean, we went for hard Now you're going, fuck, we should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although, if we ever want a third child, <laughs> you know, I, I, we like we did the, you know, is there any heart disease or mental illness in your family? But, you know. People yeah. going to lie anyway. <laughs> yeah, and also, it's like, I guess if you go through a clinic, but when you're friends with someone, you go, I could, I could tolerate having a little person with your personality traits because we're already friends I already like yeah you, exactly yeah. you know it's so it's bloody ridiculous that's you, good enough you don't know you could have a one night stand and get pregnant you don't know shit about that person yeah you know you don't have the privilege of going do you have heart disease yeah, in and your then family? the kid comes out and it's a great kid and you know yeah. and it's the wonder of it all you play the you play the cards you dealt you know so so now you're a, a modern parent yeah uh and you're raising your child in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. You're from South Africa. A lot of my show at the moment is very much about the way we were raised versus the way my nephews are being raised. For yeah. you, it's like a double thing because it's a cultural difference as well as this generational difference. Yeah. Is it blowing your mind? It is. The different childhood that your child is having, your children are having, I should oh, say? Oh, yeah, it is. And it's like, I look at my kids now and I'm like... <clears throat> There's, number one, a lot more pressure on parents, which I don't understand. Yeah, but it definitely is. Yeah. But now everyone's like, you know, parents are just on their devices. There's a big thing now how mums are just on their smartphones, right? You see them at the parks, they're on their smartphone. They're taking f a million photos of their kid on yeah. the swing. And then they go, you know, and she's on her phone. She's not paying any attention. But then on the flip side, you go, oh, when I was growing up, my mum never even knew where we were. We just knew to be home for dinner. Exactly. Okay, so who's the worst mum? The one that doesn't even know where the fuck you are or the one that's taking 50 billion photos of you well, on the smartphone? Well, actually, I think both are good. And yeah. I think I think it's crazy that people feel the need to make that comment. Like, I think that is a little bit problematic in the modern day that there's this sort of like perfect mum competition pressure. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Whereas, you know, 99% of the time your kid is... 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Safe. Yes. And to fear that 1%, you fucking people are going to drive themselves mad. Yeah, and, and it's like now you're becoming a helicopter parent. You know, and I don't, we don't helicopter parent, like I... So helicopter parent is what, like hovering over them hover all the time? Just hover over your kid the whole time. Come here, come here, Timmy. Come back, come come back to mummy. Don't talk to those people. It's like you just have to let them go. And, you know, if there's a kid taking a shot at your kid at the park, <coughs> it's a fair fight. They're both four or three or whatever, you yeah. know. But you can't, that's hard to say nowadays. I know. But we navigated all that ourselves. And we yeah. went to our parents sometimes that he did this, he did that. Yeah. And they they adjudicated. Yeah. Although they just sort it out. Now it's like, because I only have nephews, I don't have kids, but like I've seen scenarios where it's like a big thing of like, I heard you hit this kid. Yeah. You know, and it's like, guys, this is not that serious. No. Uh, like, we're not talking MMA. Like, they didn't <laughs> set up a cage and fucking <laughs> went hammer and tongs and the kid yeah. came back with no tongue. Yeah, like, he they pushed were juicing. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know, Did like a range of steroids <laughs> before the fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is grinding his face off. No, I mean, holy hell, just calm down. That's why I think a lot of parents need to calm down. And I mean, you know, like in South Africa, the upbringing I got was a very hands-on. Like you got a smack if you needed it, you know, and everyone in the neighborhood knew your parents and they could give you a smack if you were out of line. Oh, is that and right? Yeah, yeah. Then that night, you know, if the phone rings, you're like, oh, shit, it's that lady that gave me a smack today ringing my mum to say, had to give your kid a smack to get today. So now <laughs> my mum doesn't go to the lady, don't you ever put a hand on my kid again. No, my mum storms into the lounge and go, why was it necessary for her to give you a smack? And then she gives me a smack too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we would double up. Whereas now you're like, don't put your hands on my child. Although now, if anyone touches my kid, I'll kill him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's a weird thing because it was very normal in our time. And yeah. Like, I would never, I mean, I, I can be critical of my mother, but for the hitting, no. Yeah. And I'm not an advocate for hitting kids, but I just, in my show, I say there's like an arrogance to modern parenting, like now is the way and before was bad, but now is just the current way. Yeah. We will figure oh, what the in, fuck we're in doing In 20 wrong years, now. we're going to be wrong. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, you know. We're going to look back. What do you think we'll look back on now and go, oh, what were we thinking? Mm. Yeah, I, I think I the th smothering, maybe. Yeah, that. Um, and I think, okay, this is my theory. I reckon in 20 years from now, cell phones will be the cigarettes was Ooh. to the 80s. People are going to go, can you believe? You, like, you'll look into someone's car and you'll see them on the cell phone. You go, I can't believe people still cell phone. I just can't believe it. And in the car with the kids. You know, whereas now, like, all kids have a phone, all kids are online. And I honestly, I think in a, a 20, 30 years from now, people are going to go, oh, yeah, there's a whole generation with no hands because they all got hand cancer from the phone. I could see the review of this podcast. They found great delight in hand cancer. How disgusting <laughs> are these two yeah. people? <laughs> It's all right. I'm a cancer survivor. So are you. Are you? So oh, yeah, are you? yeah. What was your uh, kidney? Oh, that's real cancer survivor. Yeah. Mine's yeah. nothing. You know, but mine. I always say because they they found mine and they took it out the same week. Oh, they removed my kidney and my adrenal glands and everything on that same in the same week. And then they they got they removed everything. So. It was out before I even knew it. Like I was oh, same with me, but mine was just my ball. It's kind of half outside your body already. Yeah. So it's not as invasive. Even though 
emotionally it feels more invasive yeah. but actually it's nothing yeah like yours is now it's more a long-lasting physical thing because you can see it you know yeah, it's you can't not see it that's the thing oh you have to feel it oh okay but and see, i really have no interest in my balls anyway <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's never it's been my not bag. the most attractive part of your body yeah um but with me it's because it's on the inside i'm not even aware that it's not there it's not even a thing except for that all my other organs have moved a little bit but that's because it's that gaping hole now. So everything has moved. So when I got another op a few years ago, they had to do a scan while they were operating because it's keyhole. So everything else had moved and it wasn't like my gallbladder wasn't where they thought it was. Oh, really? Yeah. So it didn't settle back in the right spot? No, it went in different spots. Yeah, because that's so. big surgery, no? Yeah, because I, I, um, now if you lose a kidney, they can do it keyhole. They sort of laser it up and suck it out. Whereas back in the day when I had mine, they cut you from from your belly button oh. right around. Oh, so you have the big scar? I have the big scar, oh. yeah. So it's like, it looks like I was in a sword fight and I lost. <laughs> 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 so how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there can only yeah. be one. <laughs> well, at least you have that for your kids now. You'd be like, when I was growing up, this was when I was bad. Yeah. No, I, I, I use it as gear. I, go, I was cut out of a hula hoop as a child. <laughs> Got the scar to prove. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about South Africa because I, I yeah. can imagine that you're just fucking bored to the teeth of talking about South Africa. Yeah. Perhaps we'll save that for another podcast. Yeah. But just in terms of, you know, New Zealand and South Africa, similar in the sense that they're like, you know, colonies, you know, like... Yeah these places that you know changed uh but new zealand is so progressive yeah and you left south africa which is just a different scenario altogether yeah like uh, we weirdly we got gay marriage in south africa like 10 years before they got it in new zealand really yeah because when they when they dropped apartheid they went okay we're gonna go everyone's equal everyone's the same so we got equal rights for all people, which included marriage equality. Oh, really? Which, weirdly, they changed the law, but it's still not okay to be gay. Like, I yeah, because I was going to say, I would have thought in Africa, it's the least yeah, no. gay-tolerant place. There's there's so many places that I... Because Mozambique, Zimbabwe... Yeah, Uganda go, has bad laws. Yeah, you just sort of shut your mouth, you know? Yeah, you just don't... Yeah, don't say anything about it. Like, if anyone asks, you, it's my friend... <laughs> You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still like so that. my sister, but I really love her. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of a much better place to be. Yeah, but then New Zealand, you go there and it's all, you know, even even small things, like there's not a lot of smokers. You know, like I walk around in Melbourne, everyone smokes, and you're like, oh, this is so weird. It's like when you walk around in Auckland, there's not a lot of people that smoke on the street. It's almost weird when you're in a restaurant where you sit outside and people light up a smoke. It's like, it would have been like <coughs> seeing an owl fuck a pit bull. Like it's that weird. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah, because that that was basically my question was, do you sometimes miss a bit of the madness of growing up in a dysfunctional place? Yeah, or? yeah, I do actually. And I want my family to see. I want my wife and my kids to see. This is how mental, it, you know. But it's sort of it's it's lovely chaos, you know, because the people are so great in Africa. So. I do miss that because there's no, it's so calm, you know, everything's vanilla. And vanilla is safe and that's great. You know, it's great to raise your kids in a vanilla bowl, but sometimes you just want all of that crazy sprinkle on it, you know. Yes. You want the popping candy on top of it. You want the unexpected. Well, I'm going back. I'm going back to South Africa this year just for a... A visit. Are you bringing yeah. the fam? Yeah, for a few weeks. Oh, cool. Yeah. And do you still do out. shows there? Um, oh, I've never done a show in South Africa. So I'm going to go. Ever. Ever. Because I started doing it in New Zealand and I've never been back since. Wow. Since I started. So I want to go do a show. Because I think that's, that's inspiring. Although I didn't find it straight away, but I've been back gigging in New York more lately. And eventually the New Yorkness of my life started to, I started to find some material out of yeah. it. But I think maybe for you it might be more immediate, but yeah. it could be creatively it can be great to go back yeah but i because it's the same everywhere i guess um once you immigrate and especially because you leave africa and they go africa is in your blood and then you leave and they go you left us when we need you we need you to help us fix it oh right so they don't they don't look at immigrants and go you did the right thing for your family they look at immigrants and go you betrayed us you asshole 
So it's not a positive when you go back and you go, I left you guys. I live in New Zealand now. They go, go fuck yourself. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Why did you fuck off back there then? Yeah, but on the flip side, you'll be able to talk about shit that you've never been able to talk about yeah, on stage. True. Yeah. Which can be nice. Yeah, because I've done a few Afrikaans shows where I talk about, you know, two immigrants in Melbourne. I've done one in Perth and then a few in New Zealand and... It's been really nice. You oh, know? yeah. So you have had the experience of yeah. talking about Yeah, because I do Afrikaans shows. But it's different because <coughs> you do it to immigrants, you know, and you go, this is what we go through when we immigrate. But yes, when I, I know. Go yeah. back so I've there, done that. Then I I've done that, the Irish abroad, and then that's like a, a unique yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah. So now I have to go back and go, this is what it's like to leave you and how much I miss you guys. <laughs> <laughs> So when you do shows in Afrikaans, hmm. is that a tough language to translate your stuff into? Or? No, it's actually a lot easier for me because it's my first language. Oh, Afrikaans is your first language? Yeah. So it's like all my thoughts. Do you find people judge you the minute you say that? No. No. No, they don't I go like, oh, no. I didn't know you wanted them. Yeah, no. No, I, um, sometimes, it depends on the scenario, but never in comedy. Sometimes when I, it's like a school event or, you know, if I go, I oh know Afrikaans is my first language, you get that, really? Oh, you're one of them. Yeah, racist. Like you have a swastika on your <laughs> yeah, fucking exactly. arm. Yeah, that is exactly yeah. it. You know, go, <laughs> my dad's name's Adolf. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, his name's Ben and he's dead. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, thanks for cheering. Thanks for oh, cheering. Oh, no, he up. was an asshole. He was an asshole. Oh, oh, really? Is that why you get... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's why I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> that was your trauma. That was literally, yeah. That was literally my um, father-in-law. <laughs> he goes, when we said we're going to have kids, right? He goes, who's the dad? I go, there's no dad. There's just two mums. And he goes, well, if there's no dad, this kid's fucked. I go, well, I didn't have a dad growing up and I'm fine. He goes, yeah. But that's why you're probably gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to point out the fact that I've been fucking your daughter for 10 years, but. <laughs> oh, so was he a bit funny about it? It all, was a bit weird until the kid arrived and he's like, oh, this is great. This is oh, really? It's weird how children can fix yeah. weirdness, you know, because he just, it took him a while to kind of get his head around it. But then once but I guess sometimes there. you have a bit of sympathy for just how yeah. much of a switch it is for people's minds. And especially, like, if you're that, I always say, because I've got a friend that's real homophobic, and all of my other friends go, why are you still friends with her? I go, she can't help it. It's like growing up colorblind. She's, it's so in her grain. Like, it's going to take a generation for her to leave. And she's starting to see things, and you can see the switch, but she's so, because she's, orthodox greek oh, you know yeah. and it's just so in her culture and in her because she goes to the church every week and she's she can't help herself yeah so so you're able to just see that she's a good person otherwise she's a great why person. would you just dismiss her because she has this little hang-up yeah you know well, a little she's, she's a little homophobic hang like she doesn't think gay people should get married or have kids uh which i always say to her those are the two things of course we can't agree on but we've been friends for more than 20 years so don't ever bring it up because it just fucks me off immediately. Yeah, yeah, puts you in so, a bad mood. Yeah. yeah, I go, but everything else we agree on politically, we have the same viewpoint on everything except for that. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, so, but that's fine. I mean, that's just religion, what it does to people's brains sometimes, you know? Yeah, but then, basically they think it's wrong. Yeah, she can't have it. Like, it's that in her. She goes, I, I can't see it. So I go, all right, well, that's your thing. But when she goes, I just can't cope with the whole gayness of it i go obviously you can we've been friends for more than 20 years yeah so eventually she's gonna make that i know what's the gayness i know what I does know. she mean she can't imagine your head down there like, <laughs> yeah what, probably what, what the i think secretly she she's yeah maybe she's times. high well whatever i, I mean, think don't want to so. make any judgments about her but i well, i do i do want to make the gayness of <laughs> yeah, it yeah it's too gay too gay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd love it yeah what's too she's gay repressed bitch so, um, I mean, th th those are the those are the main things I wanted to talk to you about. I mean, do you find because you're like you, you have kind of a dirty enough sense of humor, mm. like do you find you have more of a license for that because you know you're like lesbian comedian, female comedian, all these things that like y you're more liberated, or is it just your personality? You just don't give a fuck. I think it's my personality. I honestly don't care. 
Yeah. I honestly like I'll look at an audience and I go like last night I did a gig to an older audience in a yeah. cabaret setting and I looked at them and I thought oh fuck I even said to them I don't know if you're ready for me but then I I do start all slow like I don't just lead with you know and then I think is it that filthy you know I talk about what we all go through I don't I don't know if it's that filthy I just go right for the jugular I just yeah. you know I don't sugarcoat any shit yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I don't like the fact that for the last sort of whatever, 15, 20 years, like there's people look down on like sexual material as if somehow it's less than other yeah. material. Yeah. Like I, I'm really in the business of trying to bring filthy back because... <laughs> Good work. No, because I think that what happened was people have misunderstood that like it's like misogynist sort of material about sex is mm. the thing that they're talking about but actually like sex like marriage like child rearing like awkward situations you encounter in a shop yeah are, are, is great fodder for yeah. material yeah it is it's awesome but the but for some people just the minute it gets a bit dirty quote unquote which yeah. is a weird word to use for something like that we're all like love is that somebody you know no you just recognize me yeah <laughs> oh you got some yeah. fans yeah Oh, they're definitely older. They have like your dirty gear. Uh, oh no, not him. The ru- the runner guy. The oh, the t- runner. Yeah, the jogger guy. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh no, fuck. They they would pass out probably. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, just like why would they, why is that less? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, but that's what I say. It's like they're so repressed. They it's so in them not to talk about that stuff. Yes. I think it's good. I think it's our job as comedians to talk about stuff that other people find either uncomfortable, but that is still happening to all of us, to go, talk about it. I go talk about stuff on my show where I go, uh, this is awkward. And I even say to them, I've just put us in a real awkward spot, haven't I? And then they start laughing where I talk about stuff that, you know, miscarriage or... um, Oh, yeah. I even talk about save your own life, go for a smear. I go, this is... uh, While we're in this public service announcement, like I put them in that weird bubble, I go... Let's just stay in this for a little bit and let's talk about some more weird shit you don't want to talk yeah. about. Well, a smear test is definitely worth talking about. Oh, yeah. I go, save your own fucking life, you know. You, I talk to women that have never been for one. They're in their 60s. I go, you need to go. If you're fucking a dude, you need to go. You know, lesbians don't go. need to go yeah, for Yeah, low it, percentage lesbians yeah, of so, HPV. Yeah. I go, but you need to go. If you're a straight check, go. You know, that's great. Yeah, you guys are the least yeah. likely to have HIV. Even my doctor goes, just come back in 10 years but also because sperm rots inside you it's disgusting ah, Jesus. sperm is disgusting ah. I don't know what the fuck straight chicks are saying there's a dog in the water now do you think lesbians do you think lesbians are more evolved yeah <laughs> they we are the next level we don't want any fucking sperm rotting <laughs> inside yeah. us yeah, yeah. It's better health wise so if there's a lady listening at home and you're not sure and you go I wonder just do it take the plunge mm. <laughs> That'd be funny if, like, you know, these lesbi- lesbian advocacy groups, like, if all of a sudden there was ads, like, you know, like, so, like, anti-abortionists put, like, uh, horrible pictures of yes. fetuses. It'd be, like, pictures of, like, this is rotten sperm inside your vagina. <laughs> this is what straight Come people over. deal with. <laughs> Come you over know? to our side. The shoes are more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> sick of sick of clamming up. Well, we've got new clamming for you. The lesbian let's society. Cl- let's open your clam. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a cleaner, more more safe way to enjoy sex? <laughs> Lesbians have uh, 75% less chance of having HPV. HPV is the main cause of cervical cancer. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to not have cancer? Make the healthy choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, there's a there's an 85% increase in orgasm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to w- be with somebody Do- who understands how complicated your pussy is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knows? There's more than one layer in there. <laughs> Did you know sex can last for more than 30 minutes? That's right, ladies. <laughs> Everyone knows penetration is overrated. <laughs> yeah, although we can we can accommodate that too. Want to turn foreplay into the main play? <laughs> All day play. <laughs> Oh my god, we yeah. should do advertising together. Sick, sick of him going for cereal the minute he's done? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being in a relationship with someone that likes vacuuming as much as you do. <laughs> <laughs> that understands a wet towel needs to be hung up <laughs> and never pisses on your floor. <laughs> I think 
just keep those, going, man. Don't just, stop. I reckon just those <laughs> two things are enough to make straight women go. You know what? Fuck it all. I will. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think I want to be in a lesbian relationship, too. Oh, man. That's the thing. My sister, because she's, uh, she's married and she's got two boys, she goes, the amount of wet towels and piss we have in this house. I go, you need to combine it. Just use their towels to wipe up their piss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop with your problems. Have some solutions. Oh, yeah. So so th- she's basically saying that like a guy just like chucks it on the floor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everything goes on the floor. Yeah, I mean, it's all a difference between men and women shit, but I wonder what the fuck that is. Is that conditioning? Is that the sort of men were looked after by their mothers? Or is that just some no, different genetic... You know what? I Honestly, even now, I look at it, because we've got the almost four-year-old's a girl, and then the boy is the seven-month-old, and he is different. He's been different since the day he popped out of the womb. He eats different. He sleeps different. Even the way he sits in his buggy, like he just sits with his legs open, the arms out of the buggy. He's yeah. just got, you can just tell he's going to he's gonna enjoy baking his balls in the sun one day. He's just that guy, you yeah. know. And and when he eats too, he just slams the food in and he's like, ah, where's more? You know, like he's, where she was all dainty and it's, it's in us. It's in our biology. Yeah, it's in us. So you yeah. got to make him okay with being that. Yeah, man. That's going to be the oh. challenge for you. No, no. I would say uh, the challenge for us because we're both going into sport with those lesbians. You know, we're into sport. We like to throw balls and shit, go to the games. Um, the challenge for us is to play princess with our daughter. Oh. Yeah. Now we've got the boys sus. We're happy with that. We can do it. Oh, we so can you're do great. Boy. You don't want to just like enforce lesbianism on your daughter she has to have an open choice like you guys have yeah because and, and that's another thing yeah exactly because you know like somebody said to us another lesbian couple said to us because she was dressed in all pink like she had the barbie shoes pink pants pink everything and she goes the other couple said to us i can't believe you're enforcing that gender stereo i was like what the fuck are you talking about her favorite color is pink she loves this barbie bullshit honestly look at us I would just put her in sports gear all day, every day. <laughs> She'd be ready for the roller derby. Fuck me. Who wants the roller yeah, derby, yeah, motherfucker? Yeah, I'd have a tattoo on the inside of my arm in no fucking time. But <laughs> <laughs> that's not what she's into. She yeah, likes this she, fairy shit. She, she gravitated shit. towards the fairy yeah. shit. Oh, that's right, so, because she, I, I met her and she was like Elsa. and. Yeah. Oh, she's into that. I mean, I never in my life have gone through that phase at all. So you just know, and yeah. thank God, oh, thank God they're straight. I oh, think so they were giving you str- a hard time about the yeah, gender stereotype. Yeah, that I would dare put her in pink. Like, go fuck yourself. That's a Melbourne River cruise. Well, yeah. anyway, I, I, I've really, I've, I've exhausted your... That's good material, though. Have you done it's that before? Great. What? The, the pink stuff? No, no, no. The, um, the, the les- you know, like the, that ad that we were doing. Oh, no. <laughs> Should I? I? I think that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I think we could do like a good, uh, we could have some good writing workshops, I reckon. Yeah, man. I think I, I, I think I can help lesbian comedians write jokes. Yeah, you can help the gay community in so many ways. No you way. Can help, you can help with sperm. You should just put it out in buckets. You, yeah, you can eventually have my sperm will be in 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> and next is a Slurpee machine. Yeah, it's... <laughs> When also les- a lesbians want to have kids, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, what do we go for today? We go for sporty, you yeah, know? Yeah. random, <laughs> funny, oh slightly God. repressed. Yeah. Well, that's it then. Thank you. I'll leave you Thanks to it. Thanks for having oh, me. Oh, thank you. I'm going to come do some shows in Ireland. We'll talk about Oh, oh I, well, you know, I, I actually wanted to talk about that with you. I was saying, like, when, pick a time and I will personally take... September. Res- Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because I'm doing all the, doing I'm Edinburgh? doing Edinburgh, and then I'm going. I've just locked in some dates at So in London, and then I want to come up and do some shows in Ireland. And before I, I just reckon while I'm up there, I should do as much as I can, even yeah, if I spend an extra yeah, month. Yeah, because I, I think uh, I think you should do it, and I, I'd love to take on the the task of trying to make it successful. Like yeah. we can do another podcast, and then I'll try to get you on a few things and. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me know the dates and I'll see if I can find it. I'll find a promoter. I won't promote it myself, but yeah. I'll make sure that... That'll be great. Because you'd love it. Irish yeah. crowds would love it. Yeah. And they need a bit of, like, fucking... Kick in it. your face. Kick it in the dick. Yeah, kick it in the dick <laughs> yeah. material, you know? Yeah. I'll be up for that. Oh, by the way, what's a lesbian's preferred term for the vagina? I don't know. Why does it say vagina? 
Oh, I say hoo-ha if I'm talking to my mum because I think vagina hurts her heart. If really? I was, <laughs> yeah, my mum's one of the... She used to call her my little lady growing up. I <laughs> know, <laughs> but in Afrikaans, it's not as confronting as saying little lady. It's, it's called froki. You go, my what? It's not as bad as my auntie. Because my, I've got the fat auntie that called it your bacon. Hey! Your bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I don't know what you're doing if it smells like bacon, but I'm into it. Not with my auntie, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> your bacon? Yeah. That's but, weird. Yeah, Where'd no. you get the white sauce? <laughs> Did you guys do white sauce, parsley sauce? I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, because I was just curious. Cause I, 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 have a, I have a sort of a... A fi- the, the final section of my show is quite dirty. I talk a lot about like period sex and just all this stuff. It's very, yeah. very sex positive. Very yeah. PC, actually. Yeah. Quite feminist. I've been accused of being a feminist well, by three yeah. different women on Snapchat going, I never knew you were a feminist. Fair play to you. It's like my filthiest material has turned me into a feminist. But anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's great. I, I have a couple of, like I say, vagina ones. But like I never say pussy anymore. I feel like maybe pussy has gotten into Yeah, the I think pussy is sort of... Um I don't know. I think it's okay to talk, say pussy when you're dirty talking. But yeah, when you're dirty talking. Yeah, then you have to say pussy. You don't go, slam me in the vagina. Yeah, suck my vagina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eat my vagina. I think it's just kind <laughs> of the tone changes in the bedroom. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. calling your partner by their first name. It's weird. In bed? Don't you think that's weird? Like in what sense? No, you know how people go, um, say my name or, you know, in movies or whatever, then they go... Um, don't say the wrong person's name in bed or whatever and you're like why, why you would you name? say your partner's name like if I say Julie like it would be almost like an automated voice like eat my pussy Julie she go, what's wrong <laughs> <laughs> it would be bizarre yeah, like, yeah, very or my name like uh, uh, come here Ursula oh, what, why are you saying my full name <laughs> Are we doing this for TV? Or yeah, I guess like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I guess it's weird, yeah. I haven't heard my name that often in bed. No. No, yeah. speak to Jesus or something, but you don't have to know. You have to know the person's name. To yeah. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Um, come on. Um, uh, um, uh, what's your name again? It's Tracy, asshole. <laughs> All right, come on. I'll stop. I'll stop yeah. drilling you for material now. Thank you. Thank you, okay. Ursula. Bye. Thank you, Thank you Ursula. <laughs> You're welcome. Jeez. <laughs> So thanks very much to Ursula. That was a tonic for me. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, Even listening back when I was editing, I found myself laughing out loud a lot. Um, I think Ursula's mic was a little loud, like my fault. I had it turned up a little high, but my apologies for that. And uh, yeah, so speaking of that, you know, I I apologize at a couple of podcasts at the beginning because I hadn't put up uh, posts as much. And I got to thinking, you know, part of the reason why uh, I'm not as consistent as I would like is because it's just me doing this. And when I get busy, uh, not that it becomes overwhelming, but I just don't have the time. Uh, so I don't have a sponsor, which is fine. I'm not in the hunt for a sponsor. But if there's anybody out there uh, who's uh, a student just finishing up in production or looking for some experience and you want to help out uh, maybe you could contact me via my facebook snapchat or twitter and perhaps we could start a conversation loads of people have said to me oh you'll there'll be loads of people dying to help out so if there's anybody uh, out there with experience uh you know really i'm talking about people that have you know perhaps some experience in production or have just studied production and are looking to get some experience uh, i'm not not a jobs bridge or anything but uh Anyway, I think you get the vibe. So if anybody out there wants to uh, chat to me about that, please do. We can start a conversation. Perhaps you could send me stuff you did in college, and perhaps we can see if we could start uh, a working relationship. I mean, obviously, if there's a sponsor out there who wants to sponsor the podcast, by all means, that'd be great. But, you know, so far it hasn't been a great financial drain on my life. So that's not my number one priority. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, spread the word. There will be a good few more podcasts, hopefully David O'Darty this week uh, while I'm here in Melbourne. And uh, so get those likes up on iTunes and uh, leave a review, please, if if you don't mind. And go on my Snapchat is DesBuffer. My Twitter is at DesBishop. My Instagram is DesBishop. And my Facebook is Facebook.com forward slash DesBishop. Tell everybody you know that the Des Bishop podcast is back 
updating regularly and uh, I do really appreciate the feedback guys so in any way you feel fit please do send some feedback and uh, if by the way if people want to have a look at the Melbourne International Comedy Fest list and let me know who you'd really like me to try to chat to I'll also gladly do that so until then have a great day uh, have a great week and a great weekend uh, whatever whatever comes first and uh, we'll chat to you soon thanks planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.